0: The title says it all touch her heart before you touch her body. Let's talk about emotional intimacy. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey everybody, this is episode number 46 and we're going to be talking about how what happens in the marriage bed starts much earlier and much differently.
1: Differently than what what starts in bed? Yeah. Okay.
0: As in mm. not physically. Oh, gotcha. So I think really because of how sexuality is portrayed in media and how we're socialized to perceive it in our culture, there's this perception that arousal is just something you flip the switch on for to get things warmed up for sex. And Where I really want to go with this in this episode is to push the idea of intimacy past out past the marriage bed and really challenge ourselves to think about it as part of the fabric of our daily lives.
1: Hmm. Sounds interesting.
0: Yes. So we have this simplistic idea that intimacy equals sex and sex equals intimacy. And I want... Well, it's part of it. Yes. I want a broader definition going on though.
1: Yeah, but this is like the math equation I was just doing.
0: What math equation?
1: Well, just like graphing, and I was helping a kid with math. Okay. And it's like greater than or equal to, and greater than or less than, and
0: so what's so the formula here?
1: Intimacy is greater than sex. Yes. It's not equal to. Right. Anyways, that's good. Just a little math lesson.
0: <laughs> As an added bonus for this week's show.
1: Just keep going.
0: Okay. So what I'm going for here is just the idea of really connecting. Connection between the two spouses in a marriage on every level, body, soul, and spirit, or physical, emotional, and spiritual. And in this episode, we're looking at how that emotional and spiritual part happens as a precursor, or even you could almost call it a prerequisite to the physical. doesn't have to be, of course, Mm -hmm. but should be. And probably, you know, the overall spectrum and fullness, the richness of intimacy in the marriage will be greater if if it's bigger than just sex in the bedroom.
1: Mm -hmm. Because we're a whole person. We are. Yeah.
0: We are. So um, I had a little challenge with the research on this because there's a lot of research in there on how dating or nearly dating couples get to be having sex so quickly. And we're interested in what is happening inside marriage, which is uh, where we believe, to borrow the words of our podcasting colleagues over at Sexy Marriage Radio, we believe that the best sex happens in marriage. Amen. That's a theme they have, and I think it's an awesome theme. Yeah. So we're most emotionally invested in the relationship when we depend alone on that relationship for sexual intimacy.
1: So we're the most committed to it. Yep. Okay. If
0: you've committed, if you've um, sort of uh, bound yourself by a vow or by just your internal commitment to this idea that you only get sex in your marriage.
1: Yeah. You're
0: going to be more committed to making that marriage really work. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what that's saying. So. Okay.
0: That commitment to sexual fidelity, that should cause us to try to nurture and deepen our emotional intimacy. And obviously, like affairs are a huge intimacy killer, but the more hidden things like pornography or mummy porn that is now becoming more prevalent through books or movies like Fifty Shades of Grey, those are also huge influences on robbing marriages of emotional intimacy. So having fidelity and loyalty to the marriage, to our spouse, is critical to here. And as we saw in our last episode on the top five predictors of marital success, marital commitment is super critical to a happy marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. So just curious here, how do these things rob our marriage of intimacy, like mummy porn or movies or...
0: Well, I think it know, happens... People
1: say they're just innocent. I'm just reading a book or I'm just watching, whatever.
0: I think it happens on a couple of levels. One is, you know, at least in your mind, you're engaging in sexual activity or entertainment yeah. outside of your marriage. Yeah. And that that needs to be reserved for your marriage because sexuality is is the most vulnerable expression of intimacy, probably. Yeah. And if you're going anywhere else with that other than to your spouse, I think that's robbing from your marriage. Okay. Right?
1: Do you think it could, like, create ideals in your head? Like, this is what it's supposed to look like. Oh. This is absolutely.
0: I mean, that's the whole thing with with the pornography thing is the models there, like, whose wife can compete with that? Right. Because they're airbrushed, right? They're set up in a perfectly lit studio. Yeah. They never have their period. They never get grumpy. Yeah. They never complain at you, tell you to take the garbage out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it's not even possible. Yeah. So, and the same thing with these Harlequin romance novels.
1: He's always the gentleman. There's he's some always.
0: torment of the suspense of it and what might or might not happen or whatever. But like like you say, he's always the gentleman or he's mysterious or. Bad
1: guy. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean?
0: Yeah. And life's okay. just not like that. No. So we need to find the reality of intimacy in the, in the context of our real lives, right? Yeah. And that's where I want to talk about touching your heart before we touch your body. So just a little side note here for Linda again, because we do have new people listening to our podcast. If you're visiting online or if you're listening to this, we write these episodes up as show notes every week. We call them show notes. That's the industry term for basically what's a blog post of the content of this episode. Verlinda does those up. She does a great job. Because we have folks who want to consume our content in written form. So if you hear something you really appreciate, you want to share it with your spouse or another couple, you can get these show notes off our website at onlyyouforever.com and share it on Facebook or Twitter or by email. And that's also the short link that we provide at the end of every episode as a quick way to get these show notes. So today's will be on the web at oif.link slash 46. If you type that in your browser, oif.link slash 46, you'll come right to the show notes for this. So back to what we're implying in our title men are more likely than women to expect sexual behavior in the absence of emotional closeness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this is support from the research. And this is why we want you to touch your wife's heart husbands before you touch her body, because the same research also indicates that women are more likely to agree to sex when her husband does two things. Mm. Number one expresses value for her. Yeah. Number two provides nurturance and comfort to her.
1: Yeah. Those
0: make sense. Make sense. Yeah. So, what we're saying is that the emotional intimacy is more important as a segue to arousal for women than it is for men. And I honestly, I don't know if this is rooted in our DNA or if it's just how we're socialized. So that it kind of works out this way, but it is, this is how it is in life. And this is what's observed. Yep. Another study I found looked at couples in midlife. So it was an older age group, but if we're younger than that, we're looking forward to this. So they asked this older group, the question, what do you think of sex without love? And found that for both men and women, if their marriage relationship was strong on emotional pleasure. They were far more disapproving of sex without love.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they realized that like the overall value and meaning of this emotional intimacy was part of their sexual intimacy. A
0: critical part of it. It's yeah. all related. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And so to me, this highlights the fact that intimacy is more than sex. Number one. Yeah. Right. And it also highlights the fact that while media and popular thinking is selling a cheap instant gratification sex, what is most satisfying is the making love out of a relationship that has been love making for a long time.
1: So, what if you're only just married?
0: You're in a growth, growth uh, situation, right? This is this is how, but this doesn't
1: mean you can't. Oh no 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 no! Get gratification. This is this is why
0: people that are happily married say sex gets better with time.
1: Oh, okay. It's because okay. the
0: whole intimacy spectrum deepens with the growth of that marriage and they build history and, and values and dreams and goals and all that stuff together.
1: It gets oh, better okay. as you go,
0: right? When yeah. you're invested in the full spectrum of intimacy. Okay. And and so I think that's where, you know, if you do focus on the emotional side and make sure that that's really a part of what, what we're developing in our marriage is intimacy, you do get a, a much broader range of benefits than th- that includes, I should say, richer. Sexual intimacy as well.
1: Okay. Is sexual intimacy like sexual satisfaction? What is it? How do you mean? Is it just how satisfied you are with your sex or is, oh, I is see. something deeper?
0: Yeah, I'd say it includes that, but it's the re- it's the overall sense of connection. Closeness. Closeness. Okay. And we're to the point where it's hard to differentiate the physical and the emotional. Like it's just the, a real sense of profound union. Okay. And vulnerability. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So if we've got... If we got ourselves convinced that we need to develop emotional intimacy, the question is, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. And this is where Verlinda, I think you know, this is doesn't have to be rock and science. It's just about establishing some basic rituals of emotional connection. So, like, what are those? Well, an easy one, and I think it's easy because once you'll get into it, you'll both enjoy it. But it's daily talking and sharing, right? And for us, this right. happens mostly around our breakfast time.
1: Yeah. After the kids get on the bus. Yeah. And we together. also
0: get sort of a few semi-private moments in the kitchen when I get home from work, right? We're working right. together there and the kids are off doing their homework or whatever. Yeah. And then that's also a moment of daily talking and sharing, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So if, if you can try to do that most days, if not all days of your week, that's awesome. And just have, try to have some time, even if you're faced with the challenge of young children or you have conflicting schedules, some time where you can just share your day
1: mm-hmm,
0: and a long mm-hmm. time ago we talked about five for five that's and I just referred alluded to that, but the five for five is is that idea where you for five minutes
1: you the stand, first five minutes the first five home. minutes after you get home yeah thanks.
0: you stand within five feet of your spouse and you just stay connected, yeah you're talking about what went on you maybe you're making supper anyways, but right. you're engaged,
1: yeah, I think this can be even littler things like you get up before me in the morning and when I get up, it just feels so good to come and get a hug
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that's just that little connection. Uh Good morning. How did you sleep? What's on today? It's that emotional
0: connection. Yeah. Yeah. And, Verlinda, when our, you know, when stuff goes on in life and our schedule gets disrupted, we start missing that that. right away. Yeah. And you start to feel like strangers. Yeah. And, you know, your commitment and your loyalty to the marriage holds you together.
1: Yeah. And you're still there in the same house and whatever.
0: Yeah. But really creating this and nurturing this really touches hearts before bodies. Mhm. Right. And I think as part of this too, we also need to develop the skills to communicate effectively. And emotional intimacy, yeah. even sexual intimacy, that's built on the back of being able to talk to each other. And this is, you know, without apologizing and to point you to our e-course, Talk to Me 101. It's a communication course for smart couples. There's 15 video lessons there, plus some extras and bonuses, and even the opportunity for group or one-on-one coaching to really develop your communication skills. And that's a foundation for marriages hmm so check out talk to me 101.com you can find out more about that there and in that course you know we don't make you feel like a knob or embarrass you or make you do really awkward things you can do it at your own pace from home and i just i give you the skills you need to become really awesome at communicating and then you, you really do have some tools to deepen your intimacy so once again you can find that at talk to me 101.com it's a great resource and we know people have been blessed by it so we encourage you to go check that out
1: yeah. I think it's neat how like just learning to communicate better draws you closer together and gives you that emotional intimacy, which increases intimacy in the mm-hmm. bed. Like it just all kind of works together.
0: blows together. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: So we want to give a huge thank you to those who left us review on iTunes recently. We have Ron Price and Convicted812. So both five stars reviews and we are so thankful you're enjoying the shows and that you find them useful.
0: Well, that's all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes as we talked about at OYF.link 46. Remember, we're here to help build thriving, passionate marriages. So if this was helpful to you, think of a couple you could share this podcast with and do it today. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to the com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at onlyyouforever.com slash love. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.